Triple M rocks the footy. For Bryden's lawyers, protecting your future. Andrew, I was just pointing out to the, the, the boys earlier on that it's uh, coming up to the 10th anniversary since we all were out at Homebush voting the Rabbitohs in as a, as a private entity. Your memories on that? Uh, it was an incredibly tense, emotional day and the sense afterwards that we actually had a, a way forward, a future, and, and as the 10 years have shown, uh, it's been an, a really successful thing. It's been a model that I'm sure other clubs are now looking at. Was it just the money that was needed at the club or, or what else did, did they bring that, that was needed there? Oh, look, it was, it was the complete... It, it was the move from the 1970s to mm. the noughties, basically. You know, yeah. we, was, we were a really old-fashioned rugby league club and that, that had a lot of charms. But rugby league is a big business and we simply weren't competing on a business level. You know, that phrase, the big end of town. Well, uh, the big end of town has come to South. And, yeah. uh, but it's also the, the business model. You know, we're not dependent on a lease club for funding. We're not dependent on poker machines. Uh, we're the most profitable club in the city. Uh, and that's, that's uh, before you get to the foregoing the debt that Packer and Crow just did. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I remember was being talked about at the time, which is, uh, was very important, is the need to actually push for greater membership. The AFL model, which is membership, is what drives the machine of a, of, of a club. South's had the biggest membership of any Sydney club by a long chalk, and that's that's paid off. So I think all it was just a more modern thinking. So so how did that change? Because I always used to say, so I spent three wonderful years at South, and my, and my question was, you got 80,000 to a march. Yeah. You couldn't get 8,000 to a game. So even even before you won the grand final, it was one of the most amazing nights watching yeah. watching South Sydney win. What has been the turnaround? Is it just the faith in the club? It was the ability to attract the kind of players. You know, if you think of the first year that Jason Taylor uh, coached us when we actually bought Roy Osatazi and, and uh, players like that, it's the ability to attract the players that brings the fans back. In the end, fans want to watch a team that's been winning. And South, by and large, hadn't been winning since the, the early 1990s. So... Uh, the diehards will come along. But, you know, you're never going to get 80,000 to a game unless it's a grand final. A lot of those people that march for South weren't necessarily South yeah. people. They were from other clubs. A lot of them were from places like Dubbo and Ningen and places like that. They weren't going to roll up to Sydney every week. So it was an expression of what people thought was important in rugby league, not an expression of predicted crowd figures. And their success over the last few years, Andrew, just shows you how important it is to have everything in the front office going OK. Obviously, a good committed coach and then a good roster. Where do you feel the club's at at the moment? I think still very strong. I mean, obviously, as a business, very, very strong. Uh, it hasn't been the best off-season for us. You never like to see talk coming out of a club where p- players might not be happy. And certainly there were some issues, uh, the infamous bonding session up on the North Coast mm. with, with Russell and, and, and uh, young uh, Luke Keery and so on. Uh, look, it's last year, undeniably, the second half of last year was disappointing. And uh, this will be the test, I think, of this squad and probably of Michael Maguire's coaching. Michael Maguire's a very good coach, but the ability to turn uh, the fade of last year into a really strong 2016 season will tell you a lot about uh, the strength of this squad. And certainly, you know, as you know, once there's success, talk about troubles off-field disappears pretty quickly. So I'm going to be very interested to see how the team aims up. What troubled me last year, and it was really evident from very early on, is South's defence was nowhere near as committed as it had been the year before. And that is the mark of a team that's going to uh, compete for the Premiership. Well, that's attitude. Yeah, that's Defense attitude. Defence is an attitude. Yeah. You, you've, you've followed South for a long time. Is there, Who's your favourite player ever to pull on the Myrtle and Cardinal? Paul Sate. Paul Sate, because he played every position but fullback. And uh, I just love Paul Sate. And I lo- the great story about him when, when um, uh, Charlie Frith 
came down from Rome to play for South. The biggest man ever to play rugby league. Forget Jamal Idris, this enormous man. He played a trial against Wests and uh, he flattened with legitimately one West forward and he was carried off on a stretcher. Then he flattened another one, Bill Clahessy, their prop forward, mm. and they were, they were finding his teeth on the ground. <laughs> and he was carried <laughs> off on a stretcher. Legitimate, absolute, full body contact. And Charlie was a lovely man. And he kind of, he was so thrown, he said to Paul Sater, who was the captain, what if I've killed him? And Paul said, said, go and kill another one. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, do you, when you, just, to, just to go back to that day uh, one more time at ANZ Stadium where the Rabbitohs voting members had to vote for privatisation and those voting yes, well, we had to win the vote by 75%. And in the end, I think, we, I think that the yes vote got up by... It was only a couple of votes, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very. It was less than 0.1 of a percent or yeah. something like that. Mm. It was tiny, but 75 percent is still a huge number. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's one of the things. All those people at March for South, and I'm, I'm sure you felt this, Maroon, is you suddenly realised this club we'd grown up with that you thought was special. You realised there was something special about it. The people felt very strongly about it, and that so many members were prepared to traipse out there and get involved in this and push for something which was quite radical at the time to rescue their club shows you again that that old you know it's a cliched phrase but I think it's true that South spirit that desire of fans uh, to preserve something that was special. Andrew I, I remember interviewing Peter Holmes at court before the uh, the, the bid uh, or before the vote and uh, one of the, the fears that was going around at the time was that South Sydney would be moved away from uh, where we are right now here at Allianz Stadium and they would actually probably head out to Homebush or somewhere else and Peter Holmes of course said at the time look I, I live in the South Sydney district my kids go to school in South Sydney district why would I take them anywhere else and well as we now know history shows they, they won the he won ownership of the club and within 12 months he'd moved them lock stock a barrel out to Homebush where they now play all of their home games uh, there's, there's, a, there's a little bit of a, a whisper around that that perhaps with James Packer coming into the own the club now and South Sydney being such an iconic brand that they can sell their brand anywhere across Australia and with, with James's association with the, the casino in Perth that there might come a time one day down in the in, well, sometime in the future whereby South Sydney get moved to Perth is, is that a genuine fear well, that would be a terrible thing, and I think uh, most South fans would uh, strongly oppose that. And uh, under the rule, though, you can't, you can't, you can't stop that, could you? That, even though South members yeah, have retained twenty-five percent, they're unable to actually stop that. Is that right? Or no, or I don't. Believe, can... I don't believe that's right. I believe that, in fact, the members can can uh, can buy back the club. Uh, they can for a dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, no, I don't believe that's right. I believe uh, where the club plays and its colours uh, are, are, are core members votes is, is my recollection but you know even going back to the question of playing out uh, at Homebush uh, I don't remember the exact figures but the the dollar difference to the club between what they would earn from playing here and mm. what they'd earn playing Homebush it was it was the offer you can't refuse you know the, the the flip side of that is that before the new membership took over uh, Redfern Oval was a wreck and yeah. and the and the old leadership of the club were were opposing plans to redevelop it mm. so you know that is now a beautiful both uh, training facility and community facility for the people of redfern so there's been 
wins and losses. I would love to see South in an ideal world, in my dreamy old-fashioned world, I'd love to see South play at the SCG every week, but I don't think that's going to happen. Mm. You're talking about, uh, you know, the movement there, and Shane Richardson was obviously really transparent with all that, and um, I, mean, I think we all understood the dollar and cents value. He's back in the club now. John Lee moved on. Not only did he move away at a, at a critical point for you guys where you feel like he was just establishing something and, the, and understanding the team and the business model, he's gone to the Roosters. What did you make up of that? Look, it, it's never good, I think, when somebody's at the club for a short period of time then moves on. But there, there seems to be a lot of stuff in flux. You know, I, I see in the paper today that there's talk of Joe Kelly coming back from Manly to Souths. It feels like uh, the off-season doesn't stop now. Um, <laughs> as I said, I don't think it's been a great off-season for Souths. There's been a lot of turmoil, but we're going to see whether that's been a good thing or a bad thing over the next uh, few months. Triple M rocks the footy. For Brighton's lawyers, protecting your future.